Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I, I was going to do a face-off for a bit to see how long. You know I can't. Yeah, 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 you, know, you couldn't take it at all, huh? <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, you're, you're just... I think we're both too tired to even form words right now. Yeah, yeah, we, we had a long day of uh, eating. <laughs> we uh we went we went to go to the hospital again, and for me to get mean mugged again, and then uh, I really don't think that happens. I think that's in your head. I really think that if we go through all the times I've ever said that about something, <laughs> you'll pretty much have that explanation. <laughs> I think you think that people hate you more than they do. Well. I think that there's you that, but think I, that I don't think... a waiter think, or a nurse or someone, like, has it out I, for I, you. I shouldn't have said it at the restaurant. I was just maybe a little uh, chippy at the restaurant because I was already uh, uh, anxiety-ridden. But I do think that it's just so... It's just so odd how I go to, um, you know, I mean... Your 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 personal OBGYN is, is we we've I think understood each other now at this point where it's like okay she's how she is I get it it's nothing personal you didn't start she's off just, great because the first time she met you she like didn't even say hi like introduce herself anything she just was like oh you're the sperm donor yeah <laughs> right and I and I realize she's kind of a character and that's kind of how she is but. I think that there's a, it's, it's pretty much across the board, like every, you know, whether it's the, um, the doctor at the, uh, the, the, the sonogram place or whatever. Yeah. The, um, the doctors we've run across, or nurses we've run across when you've had to go for the, the, the stress test at the hospital or whatever, like they don't even acknowledge me until I say, you know. Hey, hi, I, I just, <laughs> I just carry her purse or something just to, you know, like to, to, to say that I'm there and alive and, and part of this situation. Like they, they just completely ignore me. Like. It is true. Like anytime I go to the dentist or the doctor or something with you, they always like come in and say hi to me first. They always shake my hand. Right. Like, and my doctors don't extend that courtesy to you. Mm -mm. I don't know why. You are unwelcome, sir. You you should yeah. You need to go. Uh, like I I and I really, um, I I just have never felt so in danger. <laughs> oh shut up! You know that that I that you know I might. I am sorry you feel that way because I do appreciate when you come to all these appointments with me. Because I'm right. sure many husbands and I baby wish you, daddies don't. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they're just not used to a, a man being around. But this but, is the thing. It's like, I don't think it's something that you should have to appreciate. You know, me being... <laughs> me, me being there for moral support or whatever when it comes to our child. I mean, when I'm on the road, I can't do anything about it. There's obviously, it's just I'm not around. But when now that I'm home for a few months, weeks. yeah, it's 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 eleven now. I think probably, <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, it's just you know when I'm home for this, of course, 
I'm not gonna, I'd never let you go to that cold fucking hospital by yourself. It's just, I mean, on purpose. I mean, there are days that I don't wake up in time, and then I'm like, oh, God, is it 3 p.m. already? Um, but, uh, no, I... You're joking I, I like guess. that didn't happen. <laughs> I, 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 it kind of happened, but, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, it, but in general, yeah, my intentions are always to be right by your side. Well, I'm sorry that you don't this. feel welcome there. No, I don't, but, uh, But you know. we, we shouldn't be going back much longer. We have, okay, so we've gone to the hospital, what, three or four times now because they're expecting her to come any second now? Yeah, And yeah. they're saying she should be out by Saturday, which mm. is a week earlier than we expected, but right. still, I mean, she's on time. Like, she's ready to go any right, second now. Right, right, and I don't think we'll be going back much afterward. You won't do... You, you won't have it. It won't. You won't have any more babies to remove. <laughs> you know, it's not like going to be like a thing where it's like it, it like planners wart. It just came back. It's back. They didn't seal up the wound right, and it's it's back. I got it. Scobie's even looking at me like I'm an idiot right now. Because you keep <laughs> comparing having a baby to planners warts. You did that in May's caplets too. Well, yeah, because it to me. I, I I can't. I mean, that's the only other way I can like really uh, relate to the idea of <laughs> there's something growing inside you. Uh, a her Madden is growing inside you, but there's a being growing inside you. Did and your warts have gender it, too? But the, no, but that's just it. It's like, I mean. If, if, you know, they, they, they hurt, they caused me discomfort, they caused me, they were problematic, not to this degree, but it's like... <laughs> they made you gain seven pounds. You know, pounds. wisdom teeth did, too. It's just like, it was really bad. Like, it has to come out now. And, I mean, I, I'm like, you know, I can't imagine having it, it come out and start crying. Like, you know, and just be like, oh, my God, that's why it hurt so bad, because it was, it was... Uh, it was a baby. It was a. It was a whole person. That uh, that's that's what it is. Because every time they remove something, they go, oh, look, yeah, there's your problem right there. It is. It's. Oh, I told you that my ex boyfriend had a hematoma that yeah. they cut open, and like he played softball because that's. Anyways, um, <laughs> that's, that's what you do in Ohio. Yeah, I was dating it's... an Ed Hardy ad, um, <laughs> and he got hit in the shin with a softball, and it literally looked like the softball just warped into his leg. Like it, the hematoma was so big, it looked like the softball was just attached to his leg. Yeah. So they take we go to the hospital. They take a scalpel and they just cut it open, and it was like grape jelly coming out. Like it was chunky. Hey, and like, hey, don't ruin my jelly. Can you please <laughs> not ruin jelly for me, thanks. Jelly's ruined for me. Yeah, jeez. It was the grossest thing. That is more like birth than getting a tooth pulled. I think. Well, I I say. As far as if you're a man, same concept, though. Something's in, a foreign thing is in your body that's not usually there. It's growing there. It's giving you problems. It's changing your life and your lifestyle. And, you know, if you had a tumor <laughs> or whatever, you you have a, you have a, you have my, my jizz grew into a tumor. 
and now she has a name, and it's uh, you know, it's it's a, it's a crazy concept. It is that I'm uh, besmirching now, uh, <laughs> with my um, rather crass observations. So now this is probably our last podcast without a screaming baby in the background. I would say so. So wow. get ready for that, listeners. Um, get ready for me. To sell somebody else besides dogs to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) She'll probably listen just as well. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, that's so crazy to think about. Yeah, it is. I, uh, I mean, I, I, I just still think about, I mean, they're saying, you know, Saturdays are almost like deadline, you know, for, that's what your doctor was saying. She wants to induce me. Yeah, and... At 39 weeks. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I mean, it's pretty much, it's just a, it's a, like a guarantee that, that, you know, by, by Sunday, Monday, our lives are going to be very different. And I don't know how, because people can tell you over and over again, oh, it's this and it's that, or, oh, God, it's this, <laughs> get ready for the... You know, I mean, it's that you can put whatever negative or positive spin you want to on it, and you think you're tired now. Yeah, it's just, I mean, you know, little you little they know we we don't work. So <laughs> um, there's uh, there's that. I mean, that's the thing we talked about earlier today was just the idea of how is our lifestyle going to affect. Our child will grow with her, or at least evolve <laughs> with her. I don't know if grow would be the right word, but I mean, so we're not going to be exactly the same when she's two or three or whatever and able to consciously <laughs> observe this fucking circus, but I mean. She's going to have to get herself up and ready for school because we'll still be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're the one who wanted an education, so you go ahead Miss Thang, <laughs> have a ball, <laughs> Mrs. First Grade. <laughs> that is weird. Like, I'll be the mom in, in the parking lot with in my slippers because I'll be like, oh, I'm going back to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Me and my puppy are uh, going off to bed. Oh, what do you keep giving me side eye for, dude? What, what, what's it? I know, because you can't climb over here. No, he's mad because he wanted to share this chair with me, and I'm too fat to share chairs now, so I kicked him out, and he doesn't know what to do with himself. That's not why. He keeps looking at me at odd times, like when I say something about him. He's not mad at you. He's, <laughs> he's fine. He just needs a place. He needs a spot to, to, to be next to you or... Oh, so as you were walking in here, I showed you a dirty scandal. FWT tweeted, think you know this airport, do you know this guy? And I clicked on the link, and it's a news story out of Charlotte where a guy, he looks, I mean, he has white hair. He looks to be in his 60s or mm-hmm. so. Um, Got pissed off that his U.S. Airways flight, U.S. Airways is the... Yeah, <laughs> it's your carrier of choice. Well, it was, it was, yeah, yeah. Um, he got pissed off that his flight to Jamaica was overbooked, so apparently <laughs> he just started taking off his clothes and got naked at the Charlotte airport. Yeah, and this is a picture of like security just walking him out, but they didn't cover him or anything. It's like they're parading him, mm-hmm. butt ass naked. Oh. Uh. 
Um, <laughs> a towel, something. <laughs> it's just, just. Or maybe uh, put his clothes on. Like, yeah, really. And why do you? I mean, really, do you have to cuff the guy at this point? Like, I mean, I'm naked with with two cops holding on to me, TSA agents. I mean, I don't, do I really need the cuffs at this point? I, do I really need, I mean. Have you ever been pissed enough, pissed off enough that you just started taking your clothes off? I have been that pissed. Uh, <laughs> and I can't imagine being, you know, I mean, because the thing is, is, you know, I've said this before on stage that airlines don't have to give a shit. They just don't. Like, no matter how upset you are, with their service, you're gonna go back to them. I mean, you, you're gonna. You, they have. They own all the planes, so <laughs> you're fucked until you're, you know, fucking Donald Trump or whatever. Uh, you you need them. You have to use them. So they know that. So they can literally be as shitty as they want to. And there's just there's just nothing you can do. I mean, I guess he's not getting charged with anything. So. I, Go ahead yeah. and use that next time they delay your flight. I'm not gonna, but uh, I mean, uh, I, I just, I, I mean, I always feel bad for whoever that falls down on when they overbook because it's never happened to me. Probably because the whatever manner in which I I book it, like I never use like Expedia or anything like that, where it's like. I, re I figured out a few years ago that booking directly through the airline is uh, you get treated way better. You get your choice of seat. You get all that stuff. Like, I, I mean, if you book through the airline, if you book through an outside source, you're the first one that they're going to cut. But I just, I mean, I, I, I can't. It's always, it's always such a shitty offer to. Like you know, they when they say you know, when <laughs> they say you know, yeah, you know, we we this flight is overbooked. We're going to need uh two passengers to to give up their seat to to Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> uh, and you'll get to go out on the next flight, which uh, leaves in July, <laughs> and you <laughs> you have and but we will give you a voucher that is good. For seventy four dollars, and you, but it's not not for use on certain blackout dates, and they, like I mean, they're just such dicks. Oh, and we'll probably punch you in the stomach too, um, and we're gonna make you get naked while TSA carts you out of the airport. It's fucking awful. Like I can't imagine being in that because as mad as I get when I get delayed and I get, I mean, I got held over and connecting in Chicago. Uh, where was I? I was on my way to Royal Oak. Yeah. Uh, it was a month or so ago, and I uh, you had a hell of a time trying to get there. Yeah, I was. I was. I got. I landed in Chicago, and there was wind. And it's one of those things where you're like, wind. No, dude, that's when there was like tornadoes. That's that's wind. Well, okay, tornado and wind is a little bit different. But they're they're both wind. Uh, I mean, it, it's, they are essentially the uh, the wind, the air blowing. That's that's. I mean, it's the same thing. It's really? the wind. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was wind. But I just remember like it was a tornado. They it was. I'm not sure about that. I know there were tornadoes the following day. Everything got shut down though. Like I, I had never seen that before. Where like. You know how they used to do it in like old movies or whatever, like where that that flipper board would go. You know, canceled, 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 yeah. canceled. Like it was doing like that. Home Alone? Yeah, every yeah, the Home Alone two, Lost <laughs> in New York, right? Yeah, uh, you you're the only one who's seen that more than once. But uh, it, it's it. Uh, I I yeah, I got I got stuck there, and I just you know I I called. Uh, it was it was American, and you know, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get rebooked and everything, and they're like, "Yeah, there's there's uh nothing till tomorrow," and it's like, "Okay, I have a, you know," and I I think I I I oh yeah, I bought a first class ticket going there, you know, and it was they told me like when I said uh, like because whatever they rebooked me has wasn't first class and I paid for first class and it was just such a it was just such a really aggravating thing because you know like the lady on the other end of the line is so impossible to talk to I'm like I booked a first class ticket to get there today so that I could you know for work I mean you're costing me money and I, 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 so I'm getting a, and instead I'm getting a coach seat a day late <laughs> and you guys won't even pay. They wouldn't even pay for my hotel room. They said they'll, they'll pay half. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I bought a first class ticket and the lady on the other end of the line goes, well, technically that's not a first class ticket that you bought. You bought what is. Uh, a coach seat with an eligible upgrade of first class. I said, no, no, no. <laughs> it said first class and cost more than the coach seat. It was a first class ticket that I bought. Don't tell me that it wasn't first class. You know what's on your site. You know exactly what I was looking at. And she's, she's like, well, we're just, we're, we just have a difference of opinion then, sir. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> We don't have a difference of opinion, okay? We are two human beings. You see the same thing that I do. Like I, that's that happened to me when I was I was going. And then I, you got naked. I was yeah. I like this is this is what happened. This is why people fucking strip naked is because you're so helpless. There's nothing you can do but get naked. <laughs> like you can't do anything but just fucking show them your dick. Because, like, I, it, it, there's no other choice. I was going to, I was flying home for, you know, Christmas. Uh, it was before I met you. And I had to, I had to, like, Chelsea lately wanted me to do an extra episode or something like that. So I, I needed to redo my travel plans in order to do the show. And so what it was was I needed to leave later but still come back the same date. So at the time, I wasn't as familiar with air travel as I am now. And I called uh, U.S. Airways, <laughs> of course, and uh, 
I well no I I, I what I ended up doing was I realized rebooking my original flight would cost more than booking a one-way ticket to Pittsburgh and then just taking my original flight back, I figured. You know, I just... Yeah. I, I, I oh, bought no. the ticket. If you don't go the first one, they won't let you come if back. you're not on the first leg, then you didn't, you, you didn't make the flight. You don't exist. And I learned that, too. And I was... I, I didn't know this before, and I, I just booked a one-way ticket on another airline. Because it would have been a two hundred dollar change fee plus, you know, the uh, amount difference in fare, so that was gonna be like six hundred bucks or something. So I was like, I just buy a one way ticket for three hundred or whatever it was, and I'll just go home, and then I'll just I have a ticket on the return flight. So when I talked to the other airline that I had booked the one way on, they said. Oh, uh, you should probably check it with the other airline because they'll cancel your return flight. I'm like, okay, so I called U.S. Airways and I, uh, I remember, you know, I got, uh, hello, this is U.S. Airways, (laughs) Airways, this is Mike Williams. (laughs) It's like, your name's not Mike Williams, (laughs) you fucking liar. Uh, and and I uh, I said I I told him what the situation was, and he tells me he tells me okay I can help you. Uh, well, uh, it'll just be to change your itinerary. It will be uh, a two hundred dollar change fee. And you're uh, falling out of that accent quickly. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to. I don't want to bastardize it too much and have such and fucking call at me like, "What are you doing?" I, I taught you better than that. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm terrible with this, but uh, um, I can say my name in an Indian accent really well, Mister Capriella, you know. But uh, such as Dad used to call me all the time, "Hey, Mister Capriella, <laughs> it's time for you to go home." <laughs> but uh, it, it's anyway, the guy tells me it's a $200 change fee and you know cost the difference in fare or whatever and I don't know what that was it ended up being like 400 bucks nobody cares about how much you spend on this flight John get to the story yeah they do <laughs> anyway you don't because you're groggy look it ain't my <laughs> fault lady all right it ain't my fault you stuffed yourself full of bread pudding <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to hear my story, but guess what? So it you... was three ninety nine seventy. Anyway, I'm just illustrating the point that they they charged me to not take the first flight. I booked another. Fl- they have an open seat. I gave them an open seat to sell that I've already paid for. Do you like the airlines, John? Is that is that what you're getting with? You're a big fan. I am going to reserve any statement there because I am still their bitch and I still need to use them. I mean, you can hop from airline to airline to airline and they're still they're they're going to they're gonna fuck you. And I mean it doesn't it doesn't matter. They're just they they're all they can. They all can. You've got eleven more weeks without having to get on a flight, honey. and then and then I gotta go back. I mean, let's let's not 
I said, see, you, you know, act like, well, there's never another plane ride in your future, John. There is. <laughs> there's plenty. To Denver and Fort Lauderdale and Syracuse and Atlanta and Jacksonville and Cincinnati and Austin. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. It, what <laughs> are we? Are we down to the advertisement portion <laughs> of the show? Uh, I'm gonna upload your new tour dates in probably the end of July. But um, sign up for Love Letters from Cap on JohnCaprillo.com so you can be notified of the cities and dates in the upcoming future. Oh my God, it sounds fun. <laughs> anyway, see, I was telling a story. The uh, I, 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 but the the thing that was so bothersome was just the fact that. I'm on the phone with this guy, and I, I mean, the, the, just common sense. As a human being, you can understand that I just gave you a seat that I've already paid for to sell again, and then I'm just, I just expect to have the return flight that I was going to be on anyway for you to let me have that that I paid for. I hear you. You don't and need to scowl no, at me. No, I know, but the thing is, is for for. We don't record all of our conversations, dear. Um, I mean, I'm just like, I I, I just said to him, I, I he just keeps going round and round with me. Yes, it's a change of itinerary. And since it's a change of itinerary, we have to do the $200 change fee. And then there's this friends and fair. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I got, I got, I understand what you have to say. As a representative of U.S. Airways, fine, fucking, I mean, Mike Williams, just, <laughs> just level with me, please. Just, just so, just, just for the sake of my own sanity, please. Just, just, just level with me. This is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, that this, this doesn't make any sense. Well, no, sir. <laughs> it's a change in itinerary, and I'm like, I can't. And it's, we're, we're, it's just, we're, I mean, at some point, I mean, you have to, as people, as fucking cogs in the machinery, say no to this. To finally snap out of it and say, no, you can't just do this to people. Because you can't do it to me. I mean, we're all victimized by it. The, the lady who was giving me that shit from American about the, well, this technically wasn't a first class, even though it says first class when you pay for it and it's three times as much as the other ticket. You know what I'm talking about. And you know that if an airline took your money like that, you'd be upset. If you were in my position, you'd be upset. If you were Mike Williams, Mike Williams would see that that's a ridiculous fucking mess. And 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 it doesn't make any sense. And it's bullshit. And it's fucking bureaucracy run amok. And, it's, it, and it affects everybody. It doesn't just affect me. It affects them, too. Because they have to be people in this world, too. And as people in this world, we all have to fucking... We're all affected by this shit. God damn it. I, yeah, my dad. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I sound... That's fine. Whatever. God damn it. I need some honey for my tea. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Okay, you need a breather? <laughs> no, man, I mean, I'm going. I, I mean, you obviously don't want to listen. I mean, I've got a bad audience uh, again today. It's either an audience that hates me or an audience that is just doesn't want to listen to me. But, but, but we'll try. We'll try. <laughs> I'm just burping down a lot of acid reflex. That's all. That's just the face I'm making. Oh, what a great crowd. That's <laughs> just burping down a lot of acid reflux. While her puggle models his penis for everybody. <laughs> Jesus, quit being a penis dog. He's Come a on. Penis dog. Speaking of penises, can we talk about Bruce Jenner? <laughs> Please do. That's okay. I was, that's your main topic I of interest. Love him. I do. I want to hug him and just cuddle him. And I saw Kylie Jenner. At the uh, grocery store the other day here in the comments. And I literally wanted to just run up to her and be like, I'm in love with your father. But I didn't. I just looked away and walked past mm. instead. But Much like I would do if I saw whoever that is. His, <laughs> Bruce Jenner's youngest daughter. I just, I don't know these people. These people <laughs> it's amazing who's who's a celebrity and who isn't anymore. Anyway, go ahead. Um, She's a cute kid. She's like 17. And... <laughs> She, well, anyways, um, this conversation isn't about her, but okay. So a couple months ago, I remember, you know, your friend, our friend Timmy was here and we were at the grocery store and we saw all the fucking magazines that were saying, you know, Bruce is transitioning into a woman and blah, 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 blah. And I was calling bullshit on all of it. Yeah, you were, you were pretty hellbent on that. I did not. And even when you were on Chelsea lately and stuff, Chelsea would be like calling Bruce a girl and stuff. And I never liked that because... I mean, it's just... Well, like, even if he is, I don't think it's something that you should abuse him about, no. Right. So, but I honestly didn't think that that was a possibility. I looked at it as Kris Jenner was going through a divorce, she was a woman scorned, and so she was just putting out this fake story just to have, I don't know, just to... Right, <laughs> for publicity and yeah. attention and sure, right. I did, I mean, I, I was... Just didn't believe it for a second. And then I watched the interview and I've watched the two part series of Keeping Up the Kardashians where he talks about it. And I, I don't even know what to say about it other than like every time I watch him, I cry because I'm just so happy for him that he can finally, after 65 years of life, begin living the life that he wants to live. Mm -hmm. And it's just so sad that it's taken him this long, you know, and he, you asked, you know, like, why now? And it, I guess he said, you know, I just couldn't keep the curtain pulled anymore. He right. was just so tired of living this lie. And it's just. It's going to be exhausting. Oh, my God. I can't imagine, like, just not being able to be who you are. Right. I remember uh, I always said, like, when I first moved out to L.A. and was with you, it was the first time in my life I was able to breathe. Because when I was in Ohio, I just felt so not me, not happy, just a miserable, like, version yeah. of myself. And yeah, yeah. And that doesn't even compare to not even wanting to be in my body. It had nothing to do with my body. But, well, I, 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 I was, uh, I had a better body <laughs> in, uh, in Ohio. And I, uh, I still, you know, I, I was also. You know, I, I'm not, I'm a pretty miserable guy across the board anyway, but I think that, uh, you know, I had no sense of direction when I lived in Ohio because I just didn't feel like 
I was ever going to get as far as I wanted to in, you know, in life and eventually, you know, what I wanted, what I really wanted to do. So I was just sort of watching days go by there, um, you know, which, you know, it, that's not, obviously, that's not everybody. I mean, I had friends who, I mean, still have, most of my close friends are there who have actually productive lives and existences there that, that it doesn't bother them. They, they just, they didn't, they didn't have to, you know, leave to, you know, breathe. Yeah. In order to, yeah, exactly. (laughs) To live their life the way they wanted to. Right. And I mean, with, uh, with the, with the Bruce Jenner thing, like, you know, I'd still be interested in watching, you know, with like, especially the interview or whatever, the, the big, whatever Diane Sawyer interview that I didn't see it, but, uh, because you deleted it. <laughs> I'm just I'm I kidding. Didn't I didn't. Would, uh, it's, it would be something you'd want to watch. It, it's it it it's uh it's not gonna. Be, I can find it somewhere. But um, you know, I I there's something that you know I really I I guess as I get older, I develop more empathy and I develop more compassion and I develop more just just understanding of you know the just the not everything's black and white and and things are you know you you kind of have to really work hard to break out of just falling in line with what you're told and what you know exactly the way things are supposed to be and anybody who's who deviates from that is wrong and you know so then there's just there's things like uh, uh you know homophobia or um just 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 outcasting you know because that's what the bottom line is is you know Bruce or anybody like him um you know they're going through all of this pain like there are people right now hundreds of thousands of people millions possibly I don't know that are going through that same inner turmoil that same struggle that that Bruce went through for 60 some years and they're doing they're going through that struggle essentially because they they think that'll keep me and you happy (laughs) You know, we don't even know them, but they need to make sure that people who have nothing to do with them are comfortable with who they are. And I mean, Bruce kept saying he's like he just didn't want to hurt his family. Yeah, well, that I, you know, I, I get that, but it's still like. But every single one of them is just saying, "No, we just want you to be happy." (laughs) Like, but I think it's it's hurting his. He knows hurting his family means. What society's gonna do to his family? Right, and his society's gonna, you know, his kids have to go to school and have to hear the shit from, you know, other fucking kids. That's why I don't, I hate kids. <laughs> I mean, not ours, but I mean, <laughs> most because they're just, they just get to be unchecked dicks and cause all this fucking pain and heartache in the world. And I, I, I just think that. This type of thing, this this sort of bottled up um, tension that that Bruce Jenner was carrying with him, 
that so many other people are carrying with them, they're, they're really the source of a, a large, large percentage of the world's pain. And I mean, I, I just think that people not being able to be themselves and sort of act out, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, if you want to go get naked in the airport, <laughs> like, the thing is, is you're not really hurting anybody except for, well, except for all of us who don't like old man balls, but, you know, still, <laughs> you're inconveniencing me, but you're not hurting me, and and I think that's, I, I really think that, uh, you know, I mean, it still comes down to if you're not hurting anybody with what you do, then then carry on, please. And and I don't think that you know. I mean, people are going to be judgmental, and people are going to you know have their. It's going to be hard for them to understand others, it, 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 and there's a lot of. It probably takes a lot of strength. To openly, you know, do what Bruce has done, even if you're not a celebrity. But just, but fuck everybody, dude. Seriously. Like, I just think that we, you know, it's almost like there needs to be a cultural revolution of just, you know, generations of people who just say, who are doing it right now, who are just saying, fuck it. I don't care what you think. I don't care what kind of shit I got to take because I think that there is enough humanity in the world that, you know, the people who are humane enough to, 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 to really take my side in what I'm doing will, they'll, they'll come to life and they'll multiply. Hopefully you like to think that good will multiply even if you just make yourself happier, you're going to project more happiness and it's going to trickle down and there will just be more yes. happiness. Uh, yeah. Tension and bad uh, I mean, negative oh, I feelings. Would, they, they, that affects the whole world. I, I'm sorry for comparing living in Ohio to going through a transgender struggle, but <laughs> that's, that's how I feel. Like, it's just your struggle. That was sure. my struggle. I was... And I put out negative energy because I was miserable with myself in my life. Right. And once I was able to move and change and have you in my world, I am <laughs> so much happier. I'm the key to it. It's uh, <laughs> and I being so happy. Much more happiness, you know. Yeah. Like, but that's just it. It's just it's um, you know, I just I just really hate the idea that people put themselves. Are, are forced to put themselves through this kind of pain because because of people they don't even know they like the just, just 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 society in general is gonna have a problem with whatever you do whatever you're doing I don't care if Bruce Jenner wears a dress okay I don't care if he if he if he if he has surgery to to what I don't know what he's doing with the whole thing is I it, he's, he's going he's through, through transgender. Yeah. Okay, so it's like I, I don't I don't care because him doesn't doing that you. doesn't doesn't affect me. It actually helps me if he does that because he doesn't live with all that tension. Yeah. Okay, and then you know things tend to get better when 
there's less tension in the world. And I, I just really think that, you know, the people who have a problem with, with that sort of thing that make it difficult for those people, they really need to examine what kind of world they want to live in. I mean, do you want to live in a world where everybody just looks exactly right to your concept of what's what it's supposed to be, you know, and everything's just, you know, you're fucking 1950s America? Or are you, or would you rather live in a place that's, you know, that, there's actual a chance to 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 live in some sort of harmony and peace, you know that everybody has a chance because the the bottom line is is no 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 matter what when it comes down to you know transgender sexuality uh politics um wealth socioeconomic do this and that whatever race. We all get about, you know, what we 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 get to, on average seventy some years on this planet each. That's that's what we get. So, who are you to to tell the next guy how he's supposed to to, to spend that seventy two seventy five years or whatever? Right. It's it's their it's their it's their time to spin around on the ball, okay? They're, I mean, as long as they don't fuck with your spin, <laughs> then fucking leave it alone. And then if if people know that, you know, who are going through that sort of struggle internally, that they know it's gonna be okay, that they're that they're able to to just to to be who they are, then. You know, it's just it's a it's an easier it's gonna be an easier place to live in. It what is. What was your quote? The, there was a time on Chelsea lately when they were talking about um, gay marriage, and you were like, "I'm not a fan of salads, but I don't go out picketing against lettuce." Like, yeah, I think that was it. <laughs> I guess. Well, yeah, because we were talking about some. There was some. There's another minister or preacher, some shit. Uh, some, basically some guy who's milking people for cash to pretending that he talks to God. Um, he decided to publicly campaign against gay marriage and gay people in general and blah, 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 because homosexuality is sin in this <laughs> fucking old book that makes no sense to anybody, including him says, kind of says, that, <laughs> you know, whatever he claimed it said. It's, it's just bullshit. So, I I said at the time, I'm like, it, it just, and I think that I'm not the first to really make this observation, but it seems like everybody who has this much of a problem with, let's say in this case, homosexuality, Who's who's just that mad about it? Think you have some you have something else going on, and where 
and nine times out of ten, it seems like they're probably they're probably dealing with gay feelings themselves. They're probably some sort of their own inner struggle, and their way to combat that is to, uh, you know, go out and go. No, it's completely wrong, and I'm Ted Haggard, and this is. <laughs> it's wrong, wrong, wrong. Oh yeah, I got caught with a <laughs> with a dude and some meth in a motel room, but <laughs> but that's it's still they're wrong, and it's just I, I mean, and like I said, it's like I you know look I I don't like sex with dudes, <laughs> you know I don't I have. You know, and I've I've always said before, it's like I've always, I I look back at my old comedy, and I think that there might have been. Well, I know there there was there was uh, there was material and stuff in there that could be considered homophobic, but I, but my really my point of view was always I was more rapophobic. Like I just <laughs> don't want anybody poking my ass. Including you, like on more on our way up the stairs. Keep your finger out of my ass. Stop poking my bum. But <laughs> I just. But the thing is, is I'm not gonna start a rally over that shit just because because there are people out there who who you know who enjoy bum fucking. I mean, it's like okay, they they do it fine. As long as you don't, as long as nobody's fucking me, I don't care. I mean, so it's like, as long as everybody's doing is consensual, what do you give a shit for? And that's why I said, I was like, I don't like salad, but I'm not going to start a fucking protest against lettuce because it doesn't, I don't care if other people eat salad. Eat it, <laughs> dude, fine. I don't care, but it's not, I'm not going to eat it. Fucking sucks. It tastes like I'm eating out of the yard. I mean, but uh, I, I, I just, I really, really have grown over the past probably, I guess, decade of my life to really, really resent people putting their their beliefs and their needs on the lives of everybody else to fuck with their spin because that's what it is. It still comes down to. We all just get one spin. One. <laughs> we get one. All right. It's just, I, yeah, tell the fucking neighbor lady. We, <laughs> she probably doesn't believe in reincarnation. She just believes there's some fucking cloud she's going to go to. But whatever. I, <laughs> she's got to be smart like me and think she's going to Springfield. <laughs> um, but, uh, I, you know, I I just think it's just so, it's so archaic. It's so fucking, we've got to, like Bill Maher said in Religious, he's like, we really, really have to grow out of this, people. Like, we really cannot afford, with the fact that we have, you know, weapons of mass destruction, things like that, we're able to blow this place up. We're we're able to, to destroy this planet. With weapons that we have. We can't be. Running around with these. These crazy old beliefs. Like I. I said it that night on Caplets. And you know. It was my first time really ever. Bagging on religion and shit like that. Uh, which I think is always the main. Seems to be the main source of this sort of. Um, oppression. 
um, for people, but, uh, you know, I just, I, I, it just drives me nuts that, that, like, it's not so much the belief, it's the conviction. It's the fact that they, you, I'm always open to suggestions. Like, I, I you know, I'm open to any possibility about whatever. If you can make a good case, I'll listen. Not necessarily that I'll buy into it, but I'll listen. And, you know, not to get too much off on a tangent, but religion seems to, they know. They're not like, well, it, it, you know, it's possible. It might be. No, they know. They have absolutely, they have hard factual evidence because they get to talk to God one person at a time because <laughs> he never talks to it more than one at a time. He's always whispering <laughs> in one guy's ear at a time. And, uh, you know, and it's and, and all it is is grown-up Santa. It's still just you, you grow up, and instead of believing in Santa, now you believe in God, and it's the same shit. It's just, you just need to think that there's some fucking wizard in the sky who is looking out for you. Who's instead, he's gonna, instead of bringing you toys for Christmas, he's gonna fucking, he's gonna help you through with your mortgage payment. It's the same <laughs> fucking shit. Okay, grow the fuck up and stop listening to this hateful fucking bullshit. Stop ostracizing people who aren't hurting anybody. Because Bruce Jenner isn't hurting anybody. Whether he's, he's, a lot of he's he sure as hell is, and I, I, you know what? I mean, and that's brave, even at this stage of life, you know, for him to finally just go, yeah, let, yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, just come out with it and say it. It is. It's. It's. He's. He's an example for a lot of other people who are probably going through this, and yeah, I mean. I don't want to say God bless him because fuck that <laughs> shit. But I, uh, I, uh, I, I really, I, I think a lot of people. He deserves, he deserves a lot of um, commendation, a lot of applause. I want a penis for a weekend. We know you do, dear. <laughs> I don't know really how that. Uh, Does it uh, make I mean, trans weekend? <laughs> it, it makes you. I, I mean, it makes you an odd choice as my wife, but. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, I guess <laughs> here we are. <laughs> I, what, what the fuck would I tell our daughter? I mean, you know, you're off on your penis weekend, and I got her, and I gotta be like, ah, your mom's out, fuck, uh, doing whatever the fuck with her dick. Uh, she'll be back on Monday, and we'll just go back to being a family. Um, but uh, yeah, she's got it. It's her, it's her penis weekend. See, and I think that's why a lot of people are like, what am I supposed to tell my children about Bruce or whoever like that? Like, I think kids are way more, <laughs> Madden would be way more susceptible to be like, um, oh, my mom's, my mom's on her penis weekend. But what are you supposed to tell people about Bruce Jenner? You, uh, what's, what's so difficult? Well, that's what one of the things was like Mason, his, you know, Courtney's son, who's five, the the discussion was, you know, how do we explain this to him? He's going to be like, where did my grandpa go? Who's, you know, like, how do you explain? Mm -hmm. And I I think it's cool that he is growing up with someone who's going through this. I never knew anyone who was transgendered when I was growing up. Right. 
And I think it's cool well, for a child to I, like I, learn from the beginning that you can really be whoever you want to be. And I also think for this kid who's five, just so that he can have this conventional, unshaken, unflappable view of the world that, you know, I have to just conventional grandparents and conventional parents and a conventional family and everything's fucking just conventional. So that he can, you know, he can grow up from five to, you know, adulthood and have that view. Uh, for that, Bruce will put himself through absolute mental hell and ruin his own life so that this kid can have can have this fucking white picket fence view. And I guarantee you, well, I don't guarantee you because I don't know the kid, but I would imagine if I was a kid and I was five, and then I find out when I'm 25 that my grandfather put himself through that so that 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 I, you know, so that I, I didn't go to school feeling weird or that I, you know, that I didn't have some sort of, uh, you, you know, um, shaken, unorthodox view of the world. I'd be like, man, why'd you do that to yourself, dude? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, w I mean, I was only five. I wish I could have told you. Please don't do that on my behalf because I ain't worth it. I mean, <laughs> seriously, like, I mean, I, I don't think that, I, I mean, the, the I, I always hate to, what, what are we going to tell our children? First of all, you can tell them nothing is what you can do. Stop having your kids watch E. Right? I mean, these five, I, I mean, whatever. Don't, you, you, you can, you can just... They, they can mind their own fucking business and watch Spongebob. I mean, it's it, it doesn't it doesn't concern them. So who cares what the, what you tell them? There's always there's always leaning on that. My kids. My kids. I'm not we're not gonna be douchebags like that. Oh, we, God, we are kids. Well what about our kids? Well, you have to change everything on every channel because of our kids. <laughs> Good God. Especially, like, on the gay issue. Like, why does my kid care who you fuck? Right. My, our kid doesn't, and our kid doesn't, shouldn't even have to think about that. Our kid <laughs> at five doesn't know we fuck. I mean, they don't, they don't know about fucking. I mean, you did. I... Fine. Fine. <laughs> there are special cases <laughs> in everything, but still, I... It just, it's just, it's like. Well, it's, knowing what I know that I knew at five, and I think kids are way more um, aware sure. of what's going on. I mean, I knew way too much for a five-year-old to know, mm. but I think I'm an exception to most. But I did, so I mean. Yeah, in that, and in, in, in that, as far as that subject goes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you were in the dark about others, but that's, you know, that like, is what yeah, it is. That's how right. it is for everybody. I mean, I was in the dark. I mean, I, but, you know. You're still in the dark. But I, but I, you know, I was allowed to see R-rated movies from, <laughs> from <laughs> I don't know when. You know, so it's like, I, 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 you know, I wasn't sheltered uh, too much, really, at all. Uh, <laughs> my parents did a terrible job. No, I, uh, <laughs> I, I think that, 
Nobody, nobody's world. That's just it. It's like everybody's effort to create a, you know, a perfect ideal world is, is has caused the most imperfect world you could imagine. Our efforts, our effort to do that is so ass backwards. Yeah. And it's so insidious and it hurts so many lives that, you know, in order to try to keep up appearances, okay, let go of of the 50s, please. <laughs> America, start with, because America really does, America really does, there was this sort of idea that there was this golden era from the end of World War II until Kennedy died. And it was, and it's this idea that everybody just has this happy family circle fucking. Stepford th- wife is shit. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just everything is just absolutely perfect. Hi, how you doing, neighbor? <laughs> and, and they just, just completely did just ignore and deny all of the, you know, all of the hardship that is, that goes into creating that sort of plastic faced world that they're you know pretending you're pretending to be so happy is causing so much sadness whereas you know if you pursue actual genuine harmony and happiness that you know it, it, it might be I guess it, it might require more explanation it might it might be a little bit more difficult to i guess for a, a a few generations or maybe just one really to wrap their mind around but it's still for the betterment of everybody you know just just get over it just just figure okay i'm i'm fine they didn't hurt me good uh, you know uh, they're they're not bad Bad people because they want to be happy, so let them be happy and 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 d- d- fuck your kids. <laughs> I just, I mean, who cares what your kids think or what they? I mean, it's just we're people. We're all just people, and it's it, we'll 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 figure it out. I mean, well, it's just it's one of those things where it's just like this whole. I, I, the the idea of just controlling every single facet of life is so hurtful to everybody. I, I just just let it go, man. Go ahead, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited to see his story pan out. Yeah, man. I I really I I I hope uh I hope it goes well for him, and I hope it. I hope it helps a lot of other people who are struggling with similar yeah. shit. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see, Nintendo Moo tweeted at Caparulo and asked, do you consider golf a sport? And this is, this is a two-parter. And also, would you go on comedians and cars getting coffee? Which is, uh, you know, Jerry, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld show. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'll answer the second part first. The second part first, uh, I'd love 
to go on comedians that coffee comedians and cars getting coffee i love i love classic cars seinfeld's a fucking you know comedy god and uh i'd just be i'd be i'd be great i'd love i'd love to talk to him with with no cameras rolling i mean just to <laughs> just to talk to him just to i mean because there are certain things as comedians you can only really, you know, we can only identify with, you know, because we're the, you know, we do it. Um, so I think that'd be an awesome experience just to have a conversation with a guy like him. Um, but to be on that show, I thought that I've, I've seen that show probably, I've seen a good, we, we watched a bunch of episodes of that one day. Yeah. Cause they're I really mean, short. They're only like 15 minutes. Yeah. Long, right? Yeah. It's on crackle, I think, but, yeah. uh, yeah, I I just thought it was I thought it was really brilliant, and I thought it was, I mean, a little jealous I wasn't on. I I love that I I love that idea, and I'd love to be on it. Um, now golf, golf is yes, it's a sport. Well, okay, it's a. I remember I had a guy. I remember there was a guy I was I used to argue with all the time when I used to patch potholes with, with him. Uh, he said that, uh, golf's not a sport, it's a game. And this was back when I was into playing golf. You were in, what? I didn't even know that was the time period. Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, me and Mark, uh, used to go hit Kent State's golf course for nine holes or whatever we could get it. They I had, mean, like, I, I've seen you hit balls over our... Our yard. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have we have two. We have a sand wedge or a lob wedge and a pitching wedge right by the door because I was <laughs> hacking balls over the, the over the hill just because you you can't see the street from our house, but it goes mm. to, down a big hill and then there's cars down there. So yeah, I don't <laughs> think I didn't. I I know I didn't hit far enough to. I mean, at best, a ball would have rolled out onto the street in front of their car. <laughs> That's it. Um, but I uh. You know, yeah, Mark and I used to play, like, I think they, like, if we get off work, like, they'd, they'd let you play till, like, dusk or something. And they let me do that at uh, the Encino course that I used to work at um, out here. Uh, you know, <laughs> Is I... Is golf something you're going to take up now that we have a baby in the house? All of a sudden, you start golfing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, sorry, honey. I gotta go hit the links again. Looks like I, uh... You don't have a golf bag. Shut up. I I, I got a bowling ball. <laughs> I think it, it's it is it is a sport in the in the in respect to the fact that it's just it's a it's a very difficult athletic pursuit. It's 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 a hard game and only certain guys and women can can do it but there's no defense <laughs> that's always been my problem is that i hate it maybe it's just because i hate when anybody compares anybody to michael jordan <laughs> because i know i just i experienced that run with the bulls and when i re and when you really experience it when you when you when you know what the stakes are, game to game to game, and the finals and all that stuff, and you see this guy put a team on his back and 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 do what he did, he's just 
it's 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 just it's really is it's like a religious experience. And for people to compare Tiger Woods to Michael Jordan just because he got in a zone for a for a bit and you know was was tearing through majors in in golf, which I'm sure you don't even get what what that is. There's four majors a year. I think there's five if you count the, the what is it the PGA Championship or something like that. I don't know what it is, but there's just, there's four or five major tournaments. No, I've gone to one. But they're called a major tournament because there are tournaments every weekend in the PGA. PGA. But then there are what's called majors, which are the big ones. Augusta, the Masters. Yeah. That Tiger Woods won when he was a young kid. And, the, you know, black people used to, you know, I mean, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if they've still really <laughs> straightened things out as far as race and that course. But there was a time when black people weren't any, were allowed anywhere near that course. And then, and then Tiger Woods won in 97. But Shaq wasn't trying to stop Tiger Woods, okay? There was no big guy in the way knocking your ball out of the fucking cup going, what? Fuck you gonna do? I mean, and that's where he's, you know, he can fucking hit as many 350-yard drives as he wants to. It's not Michael Jordan. It's not Michael Jordan, it's not Wayne Gretzky, it's not Tom Brady. It's just not the same shit, okay? When you have big fucking just, I mean, ferocious athletes bearing down on you as you're trying to, to accomplish whatever your athletic pursuit is, that is, that's real sport. I, golf is a professional sport. But it is not, it's, it's not what, it's not what football, basketball, you know, baseball, you know, anything, anything that involves defense. See, it's not even, I mean, horse racing is like, it's really, it's, it's, it's a, it's a dangerous chilling? fucking pursuit. So what's the next question? Fuck <laughs> you, man. What? Fuck me What? Cheerleading? I'm not talking about the cheerleaders that stand on the side of a fucking football field and rah rah sis right. boom ba. I'm right. about competitive cheerleading, like I did. Okay, and I was there any defense? Honestly, gravity. There's yeah okay, but you can make the same argument for gymnastics. Well, gymnastics is a part of competitive it is. cheerleading. It, it it certainly is. But you know what else is is a part of it is is a judge. There's there's no real Well, it's like golf in the way that they're scoring and shit, right? Yeah, scoring? but you can know. you can there's a there's a but there there's a there's a definitive way to to score golf. You maybe you, it's like you boxing. count the number of strokes. Boxing they have a judge if nobody gets knocked out. I mean, there's a there's a there's three judges and they all, you know, and and there still is a scoring system in the sense that, you know, a, you know, a punch you landed and all that stuff. So I don't know how they do it exactly. I'm not that well versed. I don't really give a shit about sports. This is Hey, you brought it up, bro. You brought up the cheerleading <laughs> and I'm just saying I'm not trying to dog competitive cheerleading because I know you did it. You were you were you did it at a very high level, and you were very good at it. 
and I respect it, and I think it is an athletic pursuit, and you can call it a sport when it gets to that level, but it there's no defense, and when there's no other the, the guy you're, or, you know, or, or other team you're playing against, if they're not trying to stop you as you're doing it, then it, it, it it just doesn't have the same ring to it. Like, like hunting, <laughs> as I've said time and time again, I mean, one team has a gun. The other one is, is, is peeing. I mean, it's like, it's just, I was just out for, I was just trying to get a drink out of the, the river and you got a gun. It's a little bit slanted as far as sport goes. I don't know. <laughs> Both teams need to know there's a game going on. Exactly. Exactly. Um, another question is from Scorpio Leader 13. Just wondering, do you ever listen to yourself on Pandora? Uh no. Well, I uh no, I I, I make a point. What is that bug behind you? There's always a bug what? behind you these days. Oh, it's uh, one of those sugar fish. Silverfish? Silver fish. Oh, I hate those little fuckers. One of those things fell out of my bag when i was packing it a few weeks ago i hate those it's things it's not gonna hurt you sweetheart yeah he's hurting my fucking i'm wondering where he's going uh okay he's not going anywhere he he's goes... going up the wall like he's like he owns the place he's just like look look hey i'm walking up the pink wall because fuck you gonna do pussies i'm a silverfish and i run this place i will i'm fuck him and his whole family up I don't give a fuck. Straight up, I'm gonna get. I'm. I'm gonna go get my vacuum. All right. I, anyway, uh, what, what was? Uh, do you listen to yourself on Pandora? I do not. Um, you know, I. I've had an easier time recently, like when we were with caplets and stuff like that, having to, you know, edit or you know, go through what I've done the last month so i don't do it again this month but it's fairly jarring to hear yourself to hear myself like i because i always feel like in the moment and i i realized this a long time ago doing when i did my first few late night spots when i did the spot it was i felt very funny and i felt like this is, this is, it was just such a rush, and it was so good, and I couldn't wait to get home to, you know, for it to air that night, so I could relive that moment of that rush, and how funny it was, and, and, and it's not, it's never the same, all it is is disappointing, you just, <laughs> you listen to it, and you're like, oh, I guess it wasn't that good, and I, and I, and I don't want to, I don't want to feel that way about those moments. So I, yeah, I just, I don't listen to myself, watch myself, Google myself, touch myself. No, I do. I mean, <laughs> you every are now right and now. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I got to keep my hand warm. So it's, uh, uh, what, uh, do I need to, uh, sound off on Brady before we get? You, are we going back to sports talk? We got to because I gotta. I mean, we we definitely. I gotta hit this before um, too long because yeah, I should have talked about it last week. We didn't do a podcast. Um, 
So, Tom Brady got a four-game suspension for deflate gate. Um, I think I made my feelings clear before about this, about how ridiculous I thought it was that, that we're even talking about this. I think that there are two elements that go into this suspension. One is Spygate, which is there's still some sort of NFL retribution for what allegedly might have happened, and it wasn't even Tom Brady doing it, it was his coach. If, you know, and the thing is, is I really have always been very frustrated with, you know, the fact that people don't have as, uh, I guess, photographic a memory as I do, or, or chronological a memory as I do. Your memory is crazy stupid good. When I, yeah, when I did, when I give a shit, I guess, about certain, certain things, and then I did give a shit about the 2007 Patriots. 2007 Patriots, I, I called it in April that, that they would go undefeated that year, and they did until a guy caught the ball in his fucking head, but I've been over this before, but I just hope people re still remember with Spygate, Spygate was, they caught him with cameras at halftime of game one, and then they went 18-0 and 0 the, ne the next 18 games after the cameras were confiscated. So they didn't use cameras to go undefeated. They got caught with cameras and got pissed off that everybody implied that that was something that they needed to gain an advantage. And I do think that Bill Belichick and I do think Tom Brady and I do think Michael Jordan and I do think Magic Johnson and I think Larry Bird, I think all the, the great competitors of all time, they will do whatever they can do within the, the as long as they're not caught, they will do whatever they can do to win. Okay, and if that if that's uh, underinflating the fucking football to make it a little softer to to throw around the yard, I mean uh, they'll do that. If it's Magic Johnson's team overinflating the ball so they can get long rebounds, they'll do that. If uh, it's the Celtics overheating the locker rooms, you know, to to gain an advantage, they'll do that. They'll uh, you know, it it's. What was the, the, um, uh, the, uh, what was the other one I was thinking of? <laughs> Shit. I mean, if it's a guy, you know, in baseball, the guys with the steroids, I always hated that the guys with steroids in baseball, that they always made such a big fucking deal out of it. It was like, it was almost like the media told us that we're supposed to give a shit about this because this is such a big deal. And it, the thing is, is most fans were like, I don't care because, the thing is, is you can't take you you can't you can't use steroids and then just go out and hit seventy some home runs that Barry Bonds did. You can use steroids in order to make your to to work out even harder, you know, because your body has a certain limit that it'll go to, and then you'll be able to, you know, uh, uh, sculpt your body to to be stronger to fucking hit home runs. It's because you're crazy competitive. It's because you'll do whatever you can do, you know, until you get caught, because that's what there's referees for. They just don't, 
I mean, everybody knows. I mean, I'm the biggest Michael Jordan fan in the world. And everybody, including MJ, will tell you that his last shot in Utah that he made to win that sixth championship, he pushed off. He pushed Brian Russell to the floor like a dumb little kid. And Brian Russell looked, I mean, <laughs> he looked bad. I was trying to defend Jordan on that. But, and Jordan did. It was a brilliant piece of gamesmanship. He had his hand on the guy's hip. He just, he drove the lane. He stopped, shoved the guy to the floor, shot the ball 16 feet, and it went in. And the Bulls won their sixth title. And we all know that that's against the rules. That's a push-off. Refs didn't call it. So, why is, you know, and I, and I don't think other than just saying, well, he pushed off. Yeah, he did. But they won their sixth championship. And they didn't win six championships because he pushed off. They just won... He's got that particular shot off to win that championship. It's just... It, people just make such a big fucking deal out of nothing. And I hate when they try to damage somebody's legacy who is in the position that they're in because of much, much greater factors than fucking air in a ball. I mean, it's it's... Come on. It's the air in the ball. It's not, this is not, stop attaching gate to these things. This is not Watergate, okay? <laughs> this is not, this is, this, this is not a fucking uh, major investigation. This is not something that should really be that important. And it's almost as if that stuff is blown up just to, just to, to, to occupy us and stupefy us to, because of what's really going on underneath our noses. I don't know, but because I'm distracted by it myself. I mean, but but the fact is, is Tom Brady is, is uh, one of the greatest uh, professional sports athletes that I've ever had the privilege to watch I love watching him. I think he still got, I think he gets his fifth title next year in his hometown in San Francisco and rides off into the sunset. I'm calling it now, suckers. If I didn't call it already last year, I think I did, or I called it after the Patriots won the Super Bowl a few months ago. It, 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 he'll serve his four games or his two games or whatever it ends up being. I mean, right now, he's serving the equivalent of Ben Roethlisberger's, you know, suspension for the air of the balls <laughs> of a game that was a blowout. And, and like Wasn't I said... was that for rape? That was for an, uh, an alleged... alleged yes, he, he was accused of rape, yes. He, he got... <laughs> I think he got out of... Obviously, he got out of it. He didn't serve any time or anything, but you know, putting himself in that situation. But look, hey, look, that, that still is, that's off the field. This is on the field. This is whatever. I I just think that, number one, Spygate, there's still a, retro, a retribution factor. Roger Goodell is a really, really 
uh, he he he's really taken it upon himself to be uh, judge and jury, and it's really unfair to a lot of people. But I think that uh, there is, and I, I remember I heard Tony Kornheiser say this on PTI the day after they handed down the suspension. There's an absolute racial element to this, where you know. Roger Goodell and the NFL, I think, are taking the opportunity. Is he licking up his butt juice right now? Yes. He's, he's what a gross little dog. He um, cleans up after himself. Yeah, well, yeah, that's great. Way to put a positive spin on it, Mom. <laughs> uh, but Roger Goodell is, he is obviously handing out a lot of suspensions and a lot of fines to players who played defense, and those players are primarily black. And he saw his opportunity, his golden opportunity, to to dole out that same sort of no-tolerance punishment shit to the, the you know, the, the fair-haired fucking white boy, uh, you know, quarterback. Instead of instead of a defensive back for laying another hit on somebody, it's now we can we can get a, a white quarterback who's 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 the most you know revered in the league. So of course they're going to take that opportunity to, you know, say hey look see it's even handed we even suspended Tom Brady for four games so. You can't complain anymore, James Harrison, or, you know, who, it just, it's like, well, if Tom Brady's not immune, then nobody's immune. I don't know, I don't think Goodell's long for that job, I don't know, I hope he's not, because he's a, he's a, he's a bit, he's really sucking the fun out of the league. Anyway, um, but still, I will say that I... You know, there was part of me at at first that was like, you know what, I I might turn my back on the NFL for a bit. I I'm a little bit, I'm I'm pissed off. Oh but no! Then what I, are they going to do without you? Right, man? exactly. It's the same thing as the airlines. You know, <laughs> they don't care. I think that it's NFL gets but, naked. You know what I realized is, is yeah, Tom Brady's going to get naked because he can't <laughs> fucking play. Um, I just I but I thought you know what. Roger Goodell and 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 whoever's the you know in charge right now who's doling out this fucking suspensions to players and everything they're not the NFL altogether like the the NFL that has been my basically my favorite sport for most of my life so I'm not going to let them ruin it just like I don't let the Browns ruin it I mean, you know, it's it's like you 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 know, you're not you're not you're not you're not the NFL. The NFL is everything that I've, you know, watched and remembered and and had a lot of fun, you know, and played with with games and named my daughter after games, you know, <laughs> for, you know, for for 30 33 34 35 years. So we learned that you like the NFL and you don't like the airlines. Yeah, you know, or the or the NFL commissioner. Episode? Yeah, that's what that's what I'm getting at. So yeah, yeah. 
That's that's where we're at. That's where we're at. And um, I'm just trying to close this out because I and just be careful because I I might get I might get I might get pissed off and naked. You never know. (laughs) I could get pissed off and naked, and then where are you gonna be, huh? Then then where's your planes, huh? I'm pissed off and naked. (laughs) Sons of bitches. All right, think we're done. You have to turn it off. I can't lean up that far. I'm I'm gonna. no, I'll just keep it running. Well, you, they, well, they just listen to, to Scobie and lick the chair. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>